When I was growing up, one of the main TV networks, I think it was NBC, had a summer campaign called It's New to You. This was back in the days when new TV shows were basically only released during the school season, and they were released one at a time, and you could only watch them live. The horror. But those new to you shows were always worth watching, even if I had seen them before. This season, I'm re-releasing nine meaningful episodes of the nearly 150 in the Graced Health podcast library. Perhaps you miss them and they're new to you, or perhaps you might find they reach you now in a different way that they did when they were initially uh, put out there. You'll still get the new shorter Ask the Trainer episodes, so keep tuning in on Thursdays and enjoy this one. there. I'm Amy Connell. Welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who want simple and grace-filled ways to take care of themselves and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. I'm a certified personal trainer and nutrition coach who wants you to know your eating, movement, and body don't have to be perfect. You just need to be able to do what you're called to do. Every now and then I'll pull my students on their thoughts and how class is going and what do they wish we did more of and less of or whatever. I just want to make sure I'm serving them and I'm meeting their desires for the class. The number one request I get from my clients now and have always gotten from my students in my 14 years of being in the industry is more core. I totally get it. I mean, there is nothing more rewarding than working your abs really hard. And then the next day you wake up and you kind of arch your back and you just feel those front stomach muscles stretching and they're sore and it's just, ah, it feels awesome. And I think we're conditioned to look at the rectus abdominis, which are those six pack abs that we see on the front of our stomach, as an indicator of how strong our core is. After all, take any fitness or health magazine, and probably 99% of them are going to be of women in their sports bras and their perfectly toned abs showing. And obviously, this is true as well whenever men are on the front, they never have a shirt on. And I know I talk a little bit in the My Story episode about this, but that has just been something I have struggled with my entire life. No matter how strong my core has been, I've always felt like it didn't measure up because my abs have never, ever, ever looked like that that we see in a magazine. Now, I guess it's a little more relevant to compare them to the fitness influencers on Instagram or uh, that we see in Facebook ads or whatever. But regardless, those six pack abs or lack thereof really seem to be our overriding goal for our core health. Today, I want to dig in a little bit to our core. So that way we can walk out and understand a little bit more about it, some misperceptions about it and why it's important to have a strong core beyond just looking good, and then give you some applicable ways to strengthen them. Now, just so you know, a lot of my research today came from my NASM personal fitness training manual. I also have some other resources that I mentioned when I go through them. And those that are publicly available, I'll make sure to include those in the show notes. The show notes can also you can also find them at gracedhealth.com slash core if you just want to go straight there and get all of the details and information. I'll also include this in the episode description below. Okay, so let's talk about that core. 
What is it? The core is where the center of gravity of the body is located and really where all movement originates. A strong and efficient core is necessary for maintaining proper muscle balance throughout the whole human movement system. In the fitness world, we call this kinetic chain, which basically means the combination and interrelation of all of our different systems, which are the nervous system, muscular system and skeletal system. It's kind of like that song we used to sing when we were probably in kindergarten. And it's, I really don't want to sing this, you guys, I'm a terrible singer, but it, you know, the hip bones connected to the thigh bone, the thigh bones connected to the, you know, anyway, going on. So it's that it's that's the kinetic chain. That's what we were learning when we were five years old. Okay, please forgive my singing. I have never claimed to be a great singer. Not something God bless me with. That's okay. Back to our systems. We have three systems associated with our core. The local stabilization system, the global stabilization, and the movement system. So all three of these systems really interrelate with our core muscles. I won't go into depth on these because you're not here for a physiology lesson, but just know that all of these muscles associated with all three of the systems make up our core. They all have a different intention within the body with regards to how we move. If I count it correctly, according to my NASM trainer manual, we have 20 different muscle groups that are all part of the core system. I won't bore you and list all of them, but I do want to mention a few that might surprise you. Some of them you'll know, like the rectus abdominis, which is that six pack muscle we all see and you hear me talk about because I wish mine was a little more visible. Another group of muscles you may be familiar with are your oblique muscles, both your external and internal. If you ever do T-stands and you're dropping your hips up and down, that's a great example of a movement that challenges your obliques. However, there are also some muscles you may not consider as part of the core system. For example, your diaphragm. Now, I don't know about you, but when I think about my diaphragm, all I think about is it being the muscle that allows my lungs to inhale or exhale and the muscle that gets those little hiccups going whenever I get those. And I will say I actually noticed my diaphragm working really well the other day when I was able to get out and do some hit work. I think I talked about uh, this particular workout on my hit episode, but I went to a football field and I did a 100 yard sprints. I did that every minute on the minute. So it took me about 20 seconds to run 100 yards. And then I would rate the remaining 40 seconds. And then I did it again. And I did that 15 times for my workout. The next day, my abs were so sore. And I have to admit, it's not until this moment, when I'm talking about this, when I realize, oh, that was my diaphragm that was so sore, because I was breathing so hard. So yes, I noticed it with breathing hard. Also, because I was breathing hard, it was really sore. Another muscle that may surprise you as part of the core system is your hip flexors, which are typically really tight on almost all of us and inflexible because we're sitting so often. The other thing I want to point out about the core muscles is they're kind of like a corset that wraps all the way around your entire midsection. If I was recording this, I don't know, 100 years ago, I would probably be wearing a corset. Thank goodness I do not have to do that anymore. But your core is not only in the front of your body, it wraps around to the side and is in your back as well. 
If you think about your spine, there are small muscles that support your spine all the way from your brain or the bottom of your skull down to your sacrum. This is called the multifetus. I think I said that right. And it helps us keep us upright. So these are all muscles in our core region. So what are some misperceptions about it? And I kind of alluded to this just a second ago, but the biggest misperception is your core is only in the front of your body. So I won't want, I don't want to beat a dead horse. I know I just talked about it, but I think it's worth mentioning again, your core is more than just the front of your body. And it's important to strength, to strengthen the whole uh, corset of it. And then the second misperception is doing a bunch of ab and core work will get you a six pack. And I am preaching to myself right now. I'm just going to tell you, there's this book, I've, re- I've referenced it before called Smarter Workouts, The Science of Exercise Made Simple by Pete McCall. Fantastic book, by the way. In it, he says this, if you really want muscle definition so you can show off your abs, pay heed to the phrase abs are made in the kitchen because it's absolutely correct. We all have a six pack. Some of us, however, are keeping it in a cooler. I am raising my hand as I speak. I've got a great cooler going on. And man, how I wish this was not true. But as I say this, I'm reminded of that basic premise I keep going back to. I've talked about it in the past. We take care of our body so we can do what we're called to do. Even if we don't know what that calling is, we want to prepare our body for that. As hokey as it may sound, my kids would totally be rolling their eyes, by the way, if they heard this. They don't listen. They don't listen to podcasts. But having a strong core will help our body age well. It'll help us deal with stumbles and trips, like when I trip over the dog bones, and just be strong in general. And as I'm saying this, I'm kind of like feeling there's an analogy there with our faith. Like when our faith is strong, we're able to go out and live our life and deal with the stumble and trips. But I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Maybe we'll get to that when we do the in the word sec- series. But anyway, there's a little analogy there. Moving on. So why is it important for you to strengthen your core? If I were to be totally honest, my main motivation for a strong core is because it looks better than a weak one. It can help your midsection look nice and toned and it helps you stand up straight because the muscles supporting your spine are stronger and everything else, it can just elevate you. And we just look better when we're standing up straight. Words my mother used to say to me. (laughs) But beyond the looks of it, it's important we have a strong core because this is where all of our strength and power and muscular endurance comes from. And it's important we focus on all aspects of that. I mentioned earlier about the three different systems, the local stabilization system, global stabilization and movement system. If one of these is significantly stronger than the other, then that kinetic chain senses imbalance. The formal term is that it means the forces are not transferred or used properly. The term I like to use is it makes everything wonky. You just will, you'll start compensating one area for another, maybe without even realizing it. And then your movement becomes very inefficient. And then a weak core can also lead to injury for that very same reason. So it's important we have that good, strong foundation of a core. An estimated 80% of adults have chronic low back pain because they're not activating and strengthening certain muscle groups. 
Now, this is not in the research, but I can tell you one of the biggest challenges we have is the screens we are constantly looking at. We are sitting at a computer all day long, slouched over and looking at our screens, like I have a tendency to do if I'm not careful, or we're standing up with our phone kind of propped on our belly or down and our head is held down toward it. This reminds me of a meme my son showed me on Instagram, and it just made me laugh so much. I have quoted it a million times since then. Basically, it said, you, hey, you, stop looking down at your phone. You look like a question mark. (laughs) It was mostly like that. That's the G-rated version. But when you think about it, we really do look like a question mark when we're standing like that looking at our phone. So these two activities, being on our computer And looking at our phone really do have a tendency to weaken our core because we're not activating all of the muscles that we need to stabilize ourselves and stand up straight or sit up straight. Let's go into how to strengthen them. I hope I've convinced you the importance of having a strong core. I want to give you some easy and applicable ways to strengthen your core. You can even do it right now, no matter what you're doing. So sit up straight or stand up straight draw your rib cage in and pull your belly button back to your spine. This is called the drawing in maneuver. And what it does is it recruits several muscles by simply just drawing the navel back toward the spine. It's easy to do. You can do it anywhere. Another movement that you can do relatively easy is called bracing. This is when we contract both the abdominals in the front and the lower back and buttock muscles. Now, I don't recommend really doing this like in a big group of people, otherwise may may think you have a bathroom emergency or something. But if you tighten everything up, you're activating many of those core muscles as well. You can do this, by the way, if you're like standing recording a podcast. Yeah, no one sees it. I'm bracing you guys. One of the greatest ways we can also strengthen our core is simply by walking with proper posture. And I will say I am number one guilty of this as well. I have to be very mindful of it. And if I'm not, I will get a glimpse of myself in the mirror or a window and I'll see my shoulders hunched over and my belly sticking out because I'm not activating any of those muscles. But if I just take a minute pull my shoulders back and do that drawing in maneuver while I walk, then I'm activating many of those core muscles. It's that simple, truly. If we're talking about 20 muscles that comprise all of the core muscles, it's going to be difficult for me to tell you a comprehensive core program. But what I want to do is just kind of give you a visual of the areas you can focus on to begin strengthening all of your core muscles. So this is something that I would recommend doing in addition to a workout or if you just need to, if you've been sitting there watching television or Netflix or whatever in between shows or in commercial breaks, you can just plop down and do this really quickly. Think of your trunk as a rectangle. So you have the front, you have two sides, and then you have your back. Let's start with the front. You can do, you can just get on the ground and do your basic crunches or bicycles. I'm a big fan of bicycles because they activate more muscles than just the crunches. Your crunches are basically your rectus abdominis and that's it. Bicycles will get those muscles as well as your transverse abdominis and your external obliques, which are just muscles kind of on the side, like on the front and side of your of uh, your front section. Then roll over on your side and do a T stand. A T stand is when you are 
perpendicular to the ground and either your elbow or your hand is on the ground, your hips are vertical to the ground. So again, it's just kind of like you are on your side facing completely away from the ground and your hips are stacked one on top of each other. If you're new to this, you're going to want to have a tendency to take that top hip and rotate it in, but really fight hard to get them stacked on top of one another. Now, depending on where your core strength is, do this either with both knees on the ground, you can extend your bottom leg so that it's out on the foot and then cross your top leg over your knee. You can do this with two feet. There's really no wrong way to do it as long as you are activating your core muscles. So just hold this position for a while. However long it is, I would say however long it takes for you to fatigue and then see if you can count to three. Once you get comfortable with that, maybe you can drop your hips down to the ground and back up, never going all the way down, but just kind of grazing it. Do that 10 or 15 times. Again, find your own level of difficulty with this. Then, so we've done our front with the bicycles. We've done one side with the T-stand. Now we're going over on the back. Roll over. I'm sorry, we're going to focus on the back, but roll over on your belly. Take your arms straight down by your hips and extend your legs out. So pretend someone is pulling your middle fingers away from your shoulders and pulling your toes away from you. And by doing this, simply doing this, you're going to be activating a bunch of muscles. Then envision creating space in the joints of your shoulders and your hips. Keeping your feet on the floor, lift your chest up off the ground and then release, then go back down. So you're just lifting your chest up and back down. Your hands are staying back behind you, going away from your shoulders. Doing this movement specifically strengthens your multifetus, which is the um, the muscle, again, that surrounds your spine, going all the way up and all the way down. Another note with these, this is called the floor prone cobra, by the way. And when you're doing the floor prone cobra, you want do want to keep your feet down because raising it up can really hurt your back a little bit more, give you a little bit too much extension. And you also don't have to come up as far as you can. Just lift it up enough to activate and to increase the endurance of that muscle and then put it back down. It's not a competition of how high you can get up. That's not the intent of this muscle. And then when you're done with the floor prone cobra, roll over on the other side and do the T-stands that we just talked about. So you've gotten the whole corset of your body. You've gotten the front with the bicycles, both sides with the T-stands and the back with the floor prone cobra. Over the last few years, I've really transitioned to trying to train my body so it can age well. Strengthen your core is just such a critical component of this because it helps with our balance, which I talked about in the uh, four things to focus on in your 40s episode. And it keeps us upright as gravity starts to pull everything down. (laughs) Okay, so let's do a quick recap on this core discussion. I hope it has given you a broader perspective of your core. The core is where the center of gravity of your body is located and where all movement originates. A strong and efficient core is necessary for maintaining proper muscle balance throughout the entire human movement system. We have 20 different muscle groups that are all part of the core system. Two common misperceptions about the core is number one, it's only on the front of your body. And number two, that doing a bunch of core work will get you a six pack. Uh, I know, 
I know I hate this one, but it's but it's true. Another part of a recap, a strong core is important because it's strength. It's where strength, power and muscular endurance all come from. You can strengthen it by drawing your belly to your spine and lacing your rib cage together. That's the drawing in movement or bracing, which is the tightening of the front and lower back muscles, including your glutes. And yes, I'm doing that again. But it's like someone is going to punch you in the gut. Or if you want to do something a little mat work, you can do that little rectangle movement where we did bicycles, T-stands, floor prone cobra, and then T-stands again. And then the final thing I'd like to add, because you know, this episode or this podcast is all about grace is to give yourself the chance to strengthen your core. It can take a while and allow yourself to start small and then go from there. It doesn't have to be super complicated. Don't overcomplicate it. You don't have to have sore abs to strengthen your core. Hey, don't forget to go by gracedhealth.com slash podcast to sign up to receive show notes directly to your inbox so you don't have to search through all of the episode description. And you'll have all of these resources right at your fingertips. Thank you to those of you who have rated and reviewed this podcast. It really helps the show, particularly when people are trying to find it. There's a whole lot of They call it algorithms, I kind of call it wizardry that goes on along with this. And so when you rate and review, it's very helpful to the show and to me. So thank you. Okay, that's all for today. Go out there and have a great day. Bye.